0: March 31st, 2020. Tiger King chose the wrong villain. Why does a series about animal mistreatment make an animal welfare crusader its villain? By Willa Paskin, March 30th, 2020. And this was in Slate. And this image is the one that was so frequently used in the press because what the directors of Tiger King had asked me to do was to kneel down next to Joseph in this feeding lockout, and as a result, I can't tell you how many people called me screaming at the top of their lungs because they thought this was his cage that's not his cage, it's just where he goes in to get his food. His cage was huge, big lake front cages over 1,800 square feet because the smallest of those was 1,800, and I don't know how many sections he had on top of that at the time, but I think they did a very good job of making sure most of their clips showed the cats sitting in their feeding lockouts and accordingly made people think that that's how our cats lived. Netflix's quarantine hit, Tiger King, introduces audiences to a sordid menagerie of human beings. The hybrid series, a docutainment that crossbreeds the formal, former, formal respectability of a long-gestating documentary with the high-octane shenanigans of the wildest reality show catalogues the major players in America's big cat scene, the egomaniacs and weirdos who keep, breed, and traffic wildcats in captivity. Each is ickier than the next the former drug dealer who boasts he's the model for Scarface and seems, compared with everyone else, pretty sanguine, the bone-chilling authoritarian who collects wild animals and women, the convicted felon who strangled his wife and uses tiger cubs to procure sex, and there's the star of the show Joe Exotic aka Joe Maldonado Passage ne Schreibogel, the outsized, gay, polygamist, gun-toting, mullet-having, fame-obsessed Tiger King, who is currently serving 22 years in jail for a murder for hire plot? Somehow, none of these men is the show's villain. That ignominy belongs to a woman Joe Exotic tried to have killed, Carol Baskin. Baskin is the proprietor of the respected nonprofit Big Cat Rescue, an organization that takes in abandoned and dangerous big cats. She has dedicated her life to keeping big cats from being bred in captivity and lobbied Congress to pass a law forbidding the breeding and petting of tigers. Not that you would know it from the show, which encourages viewers to think of Baskin's work as ethically bogus and to see her as another dirty big cat abuser. When it's not doing that, it's presenting her as the creepy lady who probably killed her husband and then financially hounded Joe Exotic until he hired someone to kill her. One of the craziest things about this crazy-ass show is the bad edit that it gives to Carol Baskin, making a murderer and a bonafide reality TV villain one of the few participants who has not actually been convicted of anything murder-adjacent. Tiger King chronicles Maldonado Passage and Baskin's long-running feud, which began when Baskin successfully halted Maldonado Passage's lucrative cub-petting mall tours, cutting into his profits. Maldonado Passage then began to air his operatic grudge for Baskin on his daily web series. Although his over-the-top invective is presented as a joke, it's hard to laugh when he stuffs dildos into the mouth of a blow-up doll labeled Carol and shoots it in the head. His grudge extended to protest visits to her property and a music video in which Carol lookalike is shown feeding her dead husband to a tiger. This last charge was the core of Maldonado Passage's attack, the repeated allegation that Baskin killed her first husband, Don Lewis, under mysterious circumstances and got away with it. He even offered a reward for anyone who could offer evidence leading to her arrest. The story of Don Lewis's disappearance, which takes up the whole third episode of Tiger King, is an eerie one that involves a meat cute over gun I don't know what that means, The story of Don Lewis's disappearance, which takes up the whole third episode of Tiger King, is an eerie one that involves a meat cute over gun adultery, forged wills, and septic tanks. The director of the show, Eric Good, and Rebecca Rebecca Chaiklin gather a number of compelling witnesses, Lewis's children, ex-wife, secretary, and handyman, as well as the detectives on the case, who all seem to believe that Carol did it, or at the very least, that the investigation was not thorough enough. I have no idea whether Carol Baskin murdered her husband, but watching the episode, it's impossible not to think that somebody. It's not. But watching the episode, it's impossible not to think that something shady happened, even if it's just Baskin hoarding the lion's share of the inheritance. That Lewis, possibly forged will, reads, In the event of my disappearance, is like a clue out of Encyclopedia Brown but in a series that is bursting with felons, cult leaders, polygamists, wife abusers, animal abusers, and cruel egomaniacs, it's Baskin alone who is treated without sympathy. To get get a sense of the extent to which this is the director's choice, you can read the New York Magazine piece about Joe Exotic's saga from last year, which almost completely skips over the rumors that Baskin murdered her husband while also taking seriously her conservation efforts which is where the show's bad edit of her begins. In the first episode, Joe Exotic makes the case that Carol is basically just like him, a profiteering, egomaniac, egomaniacal, big cat fanatic. It's so hard to read somebody else's words, <laughs> for me anyway. <laughs> Joe Exotic makes the case that Carol is basically just like him, a profiteering, egomaniacal, big cat fanatic, but one with a more polished scam. She, too, cages animals. She, too, makes money off those caged animals. She, too, gets a thrill from hanging out with such magnificent, powerful beasts. This isn't just Exotic's claim. It's the show's. Good, who pops up on screen in several episodes, says that he wished he had been able to provide a bowling for Columbine moment in the show, a moment of confrontation with all of the people who keep tigers in cages for profit and pleasure, including Baskin. To him, Baskin is no better than anyone else who keeps big cats. But there is a difference between someone like Baskin, who cages the animals other people won't and can't keep, who is trying to stop tiger breeding and petting, and someone like Exotic, who is recklessly breeding tiger cubs in captivity. Baskin may have a twisted relationship to tigers, but it's still not as twisted as that of the other big cat owners, who treat doing whatever they want to these animals as their American right as if abusing tigers is protected in the constitution. In voiding the value of Baskin's work, Tiger King doesn't just make her like everyone else. It makes her worse, not an entertaining freak, but a hypocrite and an elitist. There is a class element at play here. Baskin, almost alone among the cat people, can pass as an emissary of a higher economic class and social order. She's rich, her husband went to Harvard, and they know how lobbying works. That she would try to grind Exotic down, even after winning her trademark infringement case against him, is presented by everyone interviewed as taking things way too far. Baskin absolutely is trying to shut down Exotic Zoo, where hundreds of wild animals are kept in cages and transported around America like expensive Amazon packages. But while the show is also theoretically opposed to the existence of Exotic Zoo, it can't bring itself to even tentatively take bask inside or let her make the case that shutting the zoo down might be the right thing to do. With her ill-gotten dead husband's money, she's just trying to take out her rivals. What a bitch. You only have to look at the show's treatment of Exotic to see the high level of sympathy it can bring even to the most extreme scuzz buckets but that it cannot muster for a woman whom this scuzzbucket threatened to kill multiple times. The show is very adamant that Exotic didn't violate any laws with his incessant harassment of Baskin on his web series. But on a human level, level, that's pretty crappy of Exotic too. Tiger King's position on Exotic is more or less what he is afflicted by fame, desperate to be not just larger in life, but bigger still. The right size for a reality show. Exotic has so many vile moments, but they are also human ones. We see him in all of his outsized, variable, narcissistic, crocodile-tears, strutting, charming, insecure, self-obsessed complexity. This is the bias of so many reality shows, and it should be said, our politics. The person can most the person most desperate for our attention often comes across more sympathetically than someone more well-adjusted, by which I mean camera-shy. Putting oneself on display can reveal, along with everything else, one's humanity. Carol Baskin, compared with Joe Exotic, is just not very good at reality TV. With Baskin, everything is happening on the inside, and it's hard to parse. She has a strangely unemotional affect, and she responds to various things with the same scoffing gaffal gaffal gaffal. I, I can't even pronounce it. Gaffal. It's hard to get what it feels it's hard to get what feels like genuine or new reaction out of her, and that makes her seem like she's always lying, always coaching herself. Baskin is a goody two shoes. Her catchphrase sounds canned. Hello all you cats and kittens. I got that wrong. It's hey all you cats and kittens. She's smug and she plays things close to the vest. She's not a character. She's a zealot, single mindedly dedicated to her one cause. She's contained and controlled and on message, all of which makes her the opposite of Exotic, who is all sloppiness, all chaos, all tawdry entertainment. The show is not willing to give up this dialect. The early episodes chronicle an efficient woman, if she did murder someone, she's the only one competent enough not to have been caught, confessed on multiple cameras, getting tangled up with a deranged imp already living out his reality TV dreams. As the show goes on, the feud between Carol and Joe is held up as the central tension, even if it, even as it becomes clear that Exotic's real enemies are the unbelievable sleazebags he's mistook for his friends, non-charismatics who, unlike Baskin, don't believe in anything. When Exotic is finally conned out of his zoo, the documentarian's first question to him isn't, what about the guy who just conned you out of your zoo? It's, what about Carol? In the finale, Baskin and her husband are shown chomping on shrimp while Exotic talks about being jailed in a cage. The show underscoring that these rich people are blithely insensitive to Exotic's plight. One can feel for Exotic and still grant that his imprisonment might be a shrimp kind of day for Carol Baskin. Meanwhile, Sheriff's Department announced their desire for new leads in finding Don, which would be a huge relief. This was the story called After Tiger King, Florida Sheriff Gets Daily Tips About Don Lewis' Cold Case. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office says it's getting tips every day since the series dropped. Arthur Chelsea Tatham. Tampa, Florida. With all of the hype surrounding the new Netflix series Tiger King and its ties to Florida, authorities provided updates in the cold case disappearance of Don Lewis. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said Tuesday that it's getting a lot of tips every day since the series dropped. However, Sheriff Chad Cronister said there's nothing credible yet. Cronister said the office is getting, on average, six tips a day about Lewis, Lewis, mostly theories. There's just no real charges or evidence leading to probable cause, Cronister said. That still holds true, but we are hoping that changes the more people watch this show. Jack Donald Lewis was last seen on August eighteenth, 1997. He was the first husband of Big Cat Rescue owner Carol Baskin. Both people are two of the many subjects in Tiger King. The series, fa- the series mostly focuses on Joseph Maldonado Passage, aka Joe Exotic, who ran a zoo full of big cats in Oklahoma. The series focus on his rivalry with Baskin, who sought to get rid of any zoo or attraction that offered tiger cub petting and breeding. Big Cat Rescue in Tampa is one of the largest Big Cat Sanctuaries and houses dozens of rescued tigers, lions, leopards, bobcats, and more. Episode 3 of the show focuses more on Baskin's life and disappearance of Lewis. Through most of the series, Maldonado Passage alleges that Baskin killed Lewis and fed him to her tigers. Other claims about Lewis' disappearance related to two meat grinders and a septic tank on the Big Cat Rescue property. Chronister addressed both of these two see. Tuesday saying that the meat grinders had been removed several weeks before Lewis's disappearance Andy said the septic tank was installed years after Lewis disappeared. Baskin has vehemently denied allegations that she had anything to do with Lewis's disappearance. Chronister said she previs- previously declined to do a polygraphic test at the suggestion of her lawyer who said it wouldn't vindicate her even if she passed it. I can't even begin to describe how complicated this case is, Chronister said. Everyone has their own theory. Maldonado Passage was convicted in a murder-for-hire plot against Baskin and was sentenced in January to 22 years in prison. Right before the series dropped, Maldonado Passage filed a $94 million civil rights lawsuit against multiple government agencies and his former business partners. He claims he was set up in the murder-for-hire plot. Chronister said that he and his family did watch Tiger King series and thought that it was interesting. We have to remember that it was done for entertainment purposes, he said. Separately, CNN ran an opinion piece by Jill Filipovic, quoting the sheriff of Hillsborough County, Florida, told the New York Times that when it comes to Don Lewis, quote, we don't have any type of evidence, not one piece that suggests that he was killed, unquote. Even if you don't walk away from the documentary thinking Baskin was uniquely terrible or the only villain, The message is that, at least, she is just as bad as the long line of ludicrous, narcissistic men who allegedly threaten and abuse women or animals, that everyone in the series is terrible. And that kind of both sides moral equivalence between a man who hired someone to murder a woman and the woman he contracted to murder is the whole of the problem. If you're enjoying my diary, please like, share, and subscribe. You can find other ways to connect to me over at bigcatrescue.org forward slash carol.baskin.